Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, what's going on? Uh, right now, I'm talking with Lord Araman from Dark Funeral. Uh, in cr- crazy pleasure to have you up, like a legend in in underground, uh, fierce music, black metal, just all around heavy music. So, so uh, welcome to the show, man. Oh, thank you, man. Absolutely. So, you guys are from Sweden. Are are you currently living in Sweden? Yeah. Awesome. I How live in uh, I live in Stockholm. Awesome. Uh, how are things looking over there? Uh, it, things are starting to, it seems like, uh, get kind of crazy over here again, but hopefully, uh, you know, we we uh, persevere through. How is things looking over in Stockholm right now? Uh, it's like a tsunami. Everybody's sick. Yeah. Everybody got this uh, new new corona, corona thing, so everybody's sick. But uh, fortunately, I, I haven't got it yet, so... Uh, I don't know why. I've I've been exposed. I've been hanging out with people who, the day after, two days after, you know, have been mm-hmm. positive and got sick. And uh, I don't know. I, I still haven't got it. So I'm 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 all good. Reason we're talking is you guys have a new album coming out in March called "We Are the Apocalypse" on Century Media. Yeah. Um So tell me a little bit about uh, the 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 title "We Are the Apocalypse." Seems very fitting. Uh, at this time is did uh did the entire state of the world play into that title at all well uh, of course that's that's had probably some of you know influence to it but uh but then you know you always want to find a title that really sums up the whole album Mm -hmm. and uh and we've we came up uh, you know we we figured that uh uh, the title would uh, really, you know, give the whole album its its right identity. 
Uh, but of course, as as you write a, a record, you know, uh, you know, it is influenced by what's you know the state of mind and what's going on around you. So. So what? Yeah. Uh, so the the current situation have obviously influenced some of the the mood and, and feel to the record, I guess. What was the album um, written during the pandemic, or did you guys have the songs ready before? No, uh, actually, uh, I was notified just uh, some weeks ago that, that it was four years since I started uh, uh, trying out some ideas where I wanted to go with this record. Nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, I had some some stuff written. But we were touring, you know, before the pandemic hit the world. Yeah. We were touring quite uh, quite a lot, so I didn't really have much time to to resume the writing. But uh, ironically, right when, uh, you know, when we were done touring, I think we did the last show February 8th. And that, mm. that was, the plan was like, okay, now we're done touring. We hadn't booked any more shows until, you know, just a few festivals in the summer. Mm-hmm. So everybody had planned vacation, you know, you know, to, to chill. And then uh, in, in March, you know, mm-hmm. I was going to get back to the writing. So all of us went on vacation in different parts of the world. I, I ended up in Cancun, Mexico. Beautiful. And uh, one week in, in uh, or one and a half week in, the whole world closed down. Yeah. So I, was str- I, yeah, I got stuck in Cancun for, for uh, another 10 days than original plan. I didn't mind that, so, but uh, yeah, it was a little bit crazy. If you're going to be uh, stuck anywhere, I think Cancun's an okay place to be stuck. If you have to be stuck. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I I, I felt like I I can hang here a little bit longer. I'm not in a rush to get back home. Uh, But but it was, I mean, I'm used to unexpected situations when when we were touring a lot. You know, there's all the things happening. The only thing that that were like okay have no idea when we're going to be able to get the flight back home to sweden so we were yeah. looking into that more or less every day and uh and the hotel we originally closed uh, you know stayed at it closed mm-hmm. down all the hotel closed down so i looked up an or or what do you call it airbnb apartment mm-hmm. airbnb and, and, yeah yeah so so i booked one of those and uh and I told the, the owner and, and I said, you know, the situation is as it is and he didn't have any more bookings, you know, for obvious reasons. So I said, let's uh, let's not decide a, a final date because I, I don't know when I'm going to get back. So mm-hmm. we, we touch base every second day or if, if I if something, you know, obvious comes up that I'm going to be able to catch a flight home then I will give you a call and, and you know, cancel the booking. Yeah. Uh, so it was all cool. So, but I was hanging at the, you know, at the beach. Like, there was not much to do. Everything was closed. So yeah, hanging on the beach, watching the waves, listening to to criminal pods, you know, about serial killers and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so winding so, down, relaxing, trying to decompress, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I I felt like you know this chaos around the world. I'm not going to be able to do exactly what I want to do when I come home. So, I mean, I can just wait, wait this out here. Uh, but yeah, when I came home, I, you know, uh, I tried to get back in writing mode and, and uh, resume the writing. And then uh, we were writing, uh, writing for another year. Yeah. 
uh, or was it yeah about a year and, and then uh, we finally started to get the shape on the record so but all in all it was a process of four years so I, I don't like to rush into things and for me it's it's not like I write a record over over a weekend I you know everything has a meaning for me and yeah they're all right so it's uh if I don't have anything to say with the music there's no reason for me to just put together some riff and record you know but I got to be at the right place when when I write so but yeah, the results on that thing uh, awesome anyways. I'm I'm really satisfied. So that's awesome, man. So like what continues to, you know, like inspire you as far as I mean, you've been at it, you know, since ninety-three, you know, in the underground making, you know, very fierce music and continuously like churns out awesome stuff. What continues to to uh to inspire you, man? Well, <laughs> I guess I'm I'm never satisfied with anything I do. You know, I always want to, you know, keep on improving, trying to, you know, uh, challenge myself in the music writing and see. You know, there's always way you can ways you can, you know, bring the music you 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 know the core of the music. You can always you know find new ways and and explore new territories, but. Uh, uh, but still keep what we're, what uh, with what you're doing. But I, I feel like I, I just want to keep on challenge, challenging myself when I write. Uh, and obviously, you know, there's so much stuff inside of me that I need to get out, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, when I write and uh, when I get this music together, it's like, for me, it's like inner peace. Mm. You know. Uh, when I enter this dark, uh, night nightmare-like kind of world, that's where I feel, you know, relaxed and where I want to be, you know. And uh, yeah, so I just, you know, for me, it's like a that kind of process too. To when I when I, when I write music, sounds like it's pretty therapeutic, man. Yeah, I mean, everybody have our own thing how how we handle life and, and yeah. different things and. Um, I guess music uh, has become my my channel to to get all all of my inner darkness out. Okay, well, well what was uh you know your first exposure to music? Did you grow up in a musical family? Yeah, I always had my you know my grandmother was playing piano and and uh, singing, and also my mother were just been singing as as long as I can remember and played guitar and so I. And uh, and at that time, I, I don't know how it. I, I know it's uh, not as good as it was when I grew up. But mm-hmm. my generation, or or the generation around my my age, we had so much good support from the school. You know, yeah. to we we could pick whatever instrument we wanted to play, and we could lend it for free. And and uh, we oh, could, we had free uh, uh, music teachers and and. Uh, we could bring home the instrument uh, and, and practice, you know. Uh, so there was a lot of, you know, good support uh, to for for this uh, this thing. And uh, I always, you know, I, I guess, you know, my my family was, you know, recommending me to to play instruments. So I always had various instruments in my hand, and uh, also went to to different kind of classes. I played. 
violin, guitar, oh, wow. you know. And uh, even saxophone for a while, but I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And and and, and lots of other instruments. But this was when I was maybe eight years old or something like that. Uh, yeah. So I've always been been playing any and you know different kind of instrument. And then uh, guitar was my, my mother was always pushing. Yeah, you should play guitar. So she, yeah. you know, we had guitars and piano and keyboards and all the kind of stuff at home, but. But, you know, when someone tells me you got to do this, then I will not do it. That, that's just yeah, how I am, you know. So guitar, since, since they wanted me, obviously wanted me to play guitar. That, that was not in my interest. So it wasn't until, you know, I came to the point myself where, like, you know, I picked up the guitar and, man, this is really like the notes and uh, the sound and everything I get from this. Yeah. Then... Then I, I got stuck just, and I still play guitar. But I'm not one of those guys who sit playing guitar every day. That, that, that's the, not the type of guitarist I am. I'm more of a songwriter uh, in periods than, than I, you know. I, I realized uh, over the years when I got, got the question that there's lots of different types of musicians. Yeah. And, you know, when I, especially when I sometimes I get the questions, yeah. You want to come and jam some covers? I don't jam. No. Yeah. I have no interest in, in jamming. I don't, you know, that's not why I do music. I do music to, to, to channel, you know, to have yeah. a channel what's going on inside of me. Yeah. Okay. So what was your exposure to like underground or like heavy metal? You know, what was your exposure? Did you, did, did someone share like a kiss song or like Ozzy Osbourne? What was your first exposure to it? Uh, the first was actually Black Sabbath. Cool. Uh, and it, it was, I mean, we were not more than maybe five years old or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I had, uh, uh, my, my neighborhood, there were five guys in that family. And uh, and I was hanging out with the youngest one, mm-hmm. and uh, his his oldest brother. Uh, I can't remember. I mean, he must have been at least ten years older than us. So we sneaked into his room one day and uh, found a lots of vinyl. One being uh, uh, the first Black Sabbath, and mm. uh, yeah, we put it on on the vinyl player, and we're like, "Man, this is awesome!" Yes. Uh, so I, and I, and for me, I still see, I still see this like a movie, you know. Even if it's so long, long ago, I still, you know, it's like a movie. The the whole situation, it's it's kind of interesting. That's awesome. Uh, man. But it's a good, it's a good memory. Absolutely. So obviously, it made an impact on you. You know, you you said you still see it as like a movie, but like Black Sabbath, you know, entering in through that, that's a good entry point, and then you know. What got you into extreme underground music, you know, like the the underground scene? Because obviously that's a big jump from, you know, Black Sabbath to black metal. Yeah, but I guess, uh, you know, when you discover different types of metal as you did, you know, in, in the 80s, 70s and the 80s, that's when the whole, you know, metal, the original metal style, you know, yes. start to develop and and came in different kind of genres, you know. Uh, and I guess you I were all, always looking for something more extreme. I just love love the love the most extreme and, and uh, the darkest songs from from all the bands. 
But of course, when you go back uh, and listen to some of the songs, you felt like really dark at you know early eighties. Mm-hmm. They're not so dark uh, these days, but you know, for what it was at that time, that you know, lots of those bands were really dark. And uh, I guess I, I just followed the you know the development of the scene, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, then you you had the, the German thrash. Uh, uh, thrash and speed metal scene came yeah. you know, with Sodom Creator and all those bands and you had the English Venom and yeah and, and, and I guess you know I grew up in a small part uh, small town in, in the north part of Sweden so we didn't really have you know there was no concerts or anything up there really, okay. you know in this style but I was lucky to have a friend who if I remember correct my city was the first city in Sweden, uh, and, and especially downtown where my friend lived, who got uh, satellite TV. Oh. Uh, and uh, yeah, so he, he was a couple of years older than me, but uh, yeah, I was hanging out there and we were watching. Uh, I remember at that time there was a channel called Super Channel. I think mm. it was German, German based. Uh, there was a few uh, metal shows, or maybe Swiss, uh, German or Swiss. Uh, but I remember it was uh, lots of metal shows, and especially one uh, where, where they played, you know, thrash and speed metal videos. Yeah. Uh, and that, I guess that was, you know, my first exposure to to the more extreme stuff. Okay. Uh, and then I was, we're lucky to have a friend working at the. I mean, uh, it's much with context when you live in a small town. Mm-hmm. But a fr- another friend worked at a record store and he, he was listening to all kinds of metal, you know, everything from AUR to, to Metallica, you know. Uh, and he, he knew that I was always on the hunt for, for more extreme stuff. Uh, and uh, he, he, you know, I, I guess, you know, record label or record stores at that time got some kind of list with new releases. Yeah. Uh, so, so he uh, he ordered in uh, uh, a lot of extreme, uh, you know, metal metal records that he knew that I was gonna love. And then he called me and it's like, yeah, I got some new stuff. You gotta come in. And that, uh, you know, at that time you you went into the record store, you checked out all the new vinyls that had come in, mm-hmm. and and you went to the cashier said, okay, I want to listen to this record. You got some headphones and they put on the record for you, and you got to listen to it. And uh, that's awesome. Uh, I guess I was a regular at, the, uh, at that uh, record store. And uh, yeah, he, he brought so much uh, good stuff for me. So I, I had a lot of help from him to, to discover lots of bands. And then, of course, you know, then you start, uh, you know, writing with bands and other, you know, metal fans around the world. And you were tape trading and, uh, and got into that scene. And then suddenly, you know, Death and Black Metal started to, yeah. to arise. And obviously, I still love Death Metal a lot, but, but I never found... Uh, it's never been my kind of music uh, to, to write or, mm. or to, to be doing. I always want to go into the more dark side of, of the music. So, but yeah, that, that's a quick uh, kind of run through where... That's great. Everything went... I appreciate it. You know, it's, it's, 
you know, honestly, you know, these days you, it's so easy to access music and, and, and that's wonderful in a way. And, but it also, you know, the origin stories of these things of, of these, of, you know, and you and, and artists and even me, you know, back, you know, 30 some years ago, it was, you know, a little bit more of a, a trial and error of finding stuff. And you, you know, unless you lived in like some big city or had like a cooler older brother to hand you down, it really was like a journey. You had to, to really work at it. Yeah, but I guess that's also why why people of our generation maybe also see have a little bit stronger passion for totally for vinyls and 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 uh, you know acceptance for different uh, different exper- uh, experimentation within the scenes because we we've seen so many different new 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 metal genres come from absolutely you know uh, we've been part of of the growing process of. Yeah, or the whole, whole spectra, which is cool. Yeah. So, you know, we're talking about all this extreme music and this underground stuff that you continue to get into and then, you know, start one of the most influential, iconic black metal bands of all time. But are there any artists or bands that, you know, people might be surprised Lord Aramon loves? Like, is there, are, are you a fan of classical music or, or, or you know? electronic music is there anything in your record collection that fans might be surprised you like uh i i, I may i mean uh, I, I mean I, i'm still listening to records that i've always been listening to since the 80s uh, i'm still you know well I, I enjoy listening to new stuff but uh it's a lot of uh, thrash speed are still listening to okay. but uh, one, one band that perhaps might surprise a lot of people which is, because it's a little bit softer and different kind of stuff but it's it's so i don't know i, I love the darkness in it and it's uh it's a uh, 69 eyes it's a finnish oh. band mm-hmm. uh, i don't i watched them live you know over the years so, yeah. but i've never really got into it until uh, yeah, last two years maybe. Awesome. Uh, well, there you then, go. Uh, awesome, thank you. Yeah, it, it, it's it's yeah. Maybe there's some more bands, but uh, but it's as I mean, I, I'm open to listening. You know, to to put on whatever music that have that certain darkness I'm looking yeah. for. Well, it and it doesn't have to be the most extreme metal band. You know, you're looking for it can be uh, lots of softer bands too and and maybe other other genres yeah uh i listen to also this uh some movie soundtrack with this uh i can't remember her name but she i think she's from iceland Hmm. uh she's done lots of kind of electronic movie music, but it's all, it's like empty kind of dark feeling to it. Mm. And I I just love it. Awesome. So. Right on, man. Well, you know, finishing up here, I just have, you know, really one, uh, one last question for you. And if you could tell us the story, uh, so pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got the scar. Oh, um, Well, 
I do have some scars in my arms yeah. and, and, and my tattoos. You know, there was a period of time in my life, like so many others in, in this kind of world when, when you felt the need to, to cut yourself, mm. which is really stupid if you look back. But uh, yeah, I do have kind of different scars from, from self, self-treatment or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Uh, nothing I recommend is, but luckily I put colors over everything, so you can't mm. really see much of it. <laughs> Covered in tattoos now, okay. Yeah, but I had to wait because I had to heal. So yeah, there was a few there was a few parts of my arm where I had to to wait, uh, so the the skin could heal enough. Well, I appreciate you being honest with that and and being upfront and 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 you know sharing sharing a part of that and and uh, you know like I said don't don't suggest it but it is a part of your life and and uh, you know so I appreciate that and you know the new album coming out again is called We Are the Apocalypse in March on Century Media. Um, do you have any final words before I let you go? Yeah, well, just make sure to you know check out the record when it comes out. It's uh... It's definitely a dark journey from beginning to end. But, yes. And uh, I would say that this is a record you should really listen to from beginning to end because mm. it makes you kind of enter this kind of movie-like nightmare. Uh, it's a visual kind of you know thing uh, instead of just picking one one song at a time. Sure. Uh, so so sit, you know, sit back and, and just you know, enjoy it from, from beginning to end and you're going to have much more uh, stronger experience of the whole record. Awesome. I will definitely do that, man, when it comes out in March. Uh, Lord Armand, thank you so much, man. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Have a good day. Bye. You too, man. Bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put 
let the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.